The Cellar Dwellers may contain inappropriate content. Alright, who are we kidding? You and I both know these movies are pretty messed up. But isn't that what you're here for anyway, you filthy animals? Join us in the cellar and enjoy the show. I've got to admit something. What? I'm really trying not to come in hot. I'm a little... What's stopping you? I'm trying to be a bigger person. I'm trying not to pop off these days. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to relax. I respect the self-control. We're the cellar dwellers. Welcome. I'm Christian. I'm Colby. I'm not as uh, hot as Christian right now. Today, as we said last time, we are discussing a recent film, The Green Knight? We've been waiting for how long? Like over, over a year. Over a year over to a see year. this movie in theaters, and we've we've mentioned it on the last like three or four episodes. We've in, been very excited in our trailer talk, and uh, yeah, we will. Okay, so since this is a movie that is currently out in theaters, we will do what we've been trying to do with those kinds of movies we've been seeing, where we'll get our kind of big ideas out of the way early. We'll kind of give our scores. As well, which we have not discussed. We have yet. not. We have actually. Oh, it's been tough. To we've been hanging out all day. Tight lipped. Yeah, we fucking have. And uh, we've not truly discussed our feelings yet, aside from some very uh, specific squabbles that we will get into. Mm-hmm. My hence my heat. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into why Christian came in hot. <laughs> it's don't. It's not what you expect. Let me tell you. Or it's exactly what you or expect. Exactly if you've seen expect. it and are disappointed like me. Yes, and so we will... But not for the reasons you may be thinking, unless you're exactly thinking what I'm thinking. (laughs) We will get our more vague thoughts out of the way, and then we will let you know once we will get into the more spoiler territory, because, Mm -hmm. again, this is a movie that's currently out, and so... Brand brand spanking new. Exactly, and one that that a lot of people, again, have been waiting for as well, so... And we we, uh, support the movies, go to the movies. Always go to the movies. We uh, we saw it at uh, Midtown Arts Cinema here in Atlanta. Love it. Well, one of our absolute favorites. Um, you know what? I'm gonna let Christian kind of come in hot right here. He's been he's been chomping at the bit this whole time. Uh, I mean, I can't hold him back much longer. Let's just get the big idea out of the way yep. early, and then we can get into our real thoughts. All right, listen up, people. As you, you were know, about to say, motherfuckers. I was about. I heard it. <laughs> I heard you, it. <laughs> you saw my lip quiver. Yeah. Uh, listen up, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. As you know, if you've been listening to us in any sort of capacity, you know our uh, extremely correct and foolproof theory that should a film have an MPAA rating indicating something they describe as, quote, graphic violence, not violence, nudity, graphic nudity, then that means... One of two things. Bush or penis. Cheney. <laughs> Bush or Cheney. Dick or Bush. Uh, that no, actually works. Christian is right, though. That it we does. have not been incorrect once, and we're still technically not incorrect here, though the internet fucking lied to me. <laughs> and I read somewhere on Twitter... That there was a giant or giants, which, spoiler, 
Yeah. They were in the they were in the trailer. They were in the trailer. So they yeah. In the trailer. It's not a spoiler. But I read that you see Ding Dong, <laughs> big old giant dick, and that I was like, oh, the graphic duty makes sense. There's gonna someone's hanging brain in this. Someone's hanging brain in this. You're gonna see some brain in this. No, not one brain. So disappointing. No, no nothing. Well, I'm genuinely shook by the lack. Of penis in this movie. <laughs> we, I mean, we we truly came in expecting to see either giant dick, green a la, like wooden knight, Doctor Manhattan, yes, exactly. Watchmen dick, or some sort of like green knight, like that wooden guy. It's, it, we're gonna see his, his dick I somehow. We didn't know. I don't know why. Like looking looking back, I like I felt so certain. The I don't know. I only watched one trailer. It's A twenty four. It's rated R. It says graphic nudity. I don't know. I'm just like there's gonna be dick in this. I think we're mostly just angry that our that this is going against our hypothesis. There is technically bush in this very very quickly, very quickly. Blink and you miss it. Blink and you miss it at the be very beginning. Whatever. It's whatever. That I'm so taken aback. We haven't even given our scores yet. <laughs> this is it sounds with. like I hate it. It, it sounds like I hate true. the movie. It's true. Okay. Okay. Now that we've got that out of the way. I hate that we've got aspect. Our, we've got our anger out of the way at, at us being wrong. Yeah. Uh, which will it's not just happen my, again. Our, I was just so certain. Yeah. I well. was too. I think we expected more. Let's, let's get into our, our real actual thoughts about this film because... While it might not have been what we expected in certain ways, I think it's still safe to say that this is a really good yeah, and yeah. well-made movie. Totally. Agreed. I, uh, the, the dicklessness aside. Uh, Written and directed by David Lowry. Yes. Uh, previously, you did a ghost story and uh, Ain't Them Bodies Saints. Um I have not seen either. You saw Ghost Story. I saw Ghost Story. It's uh, not like this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Truly not. Um, I have not seen either of those, but they're like very mood pieces. This is also kind of a mood piece, but definitely more exciting, but also not super exciting. So this is not what I, I will say this isn't what I was hoping for. This isn't what I was anticipating it to be. And that's not because of the dicks, just in general. But I'm not mad at it at the same time. I think what what you, what point you're, you're trying to get at is for people like us, we we expected like more, like more violence, more weirdness, more of, a, more more, of an edge, yeah, more of like dark fantasy stuff, yeah, darker. Um, I was and, expecting darker. And yeah, what we what we get is is still fairly dark in certain yeah. points, but. Uh, definitely follows like, in my mind, the more traditional storytelling fantasy, of, yeah. of like high fantasy. And we should say, obviously, this is a an adaptation mm-hmm. of the uh, Arthurian legend. You said you'd read it, right, or part of it in college, am I right? I was assi- I was assigned to read the whole thing. <laughs> uh, I don't recall reading the entire thing because I'm a plebe. But uh, yeah, Sir Gawain. It's see, they call him Garwin. In the fucking movie, the, the king does have a strange accent. It's yeah, they kept it's weird. saying Garwin. Sean, Sean Harris, the the British actor, has a, a bizarre accent as the king. Fucking Alicia Vikander's Scottish accent was wild. Uh, not it wasn't bad. Like it was like a pretty good accent, but I was like, you saying it, it sounds kind of weird, strange yeah. coming from her. Um, 
Uh, yeah, Sir Gawain in the Green Knight uh, is what I read. It's like a 14th century Middle English chivalric romantic poem. Uh, I don't remember how long it was. It was like 100 pages, I Too think. Too long for out. you. Apparently. <laughs> uh, and I remember like what I read of it and do recall is pretty accurate to what I saw on screen. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. I was in college. So. Sure. It was a while it ago. It was a blur. We're old. Yeah. We, yeah, we're 90. We're 90. That's I d- true. I did shout that before we started recording. I'm 90. Yeah, I was accurate. wondering why that actually makes sense. Now. now, you know, now, you know. So yeah, being vaguely familiar with the source material, I was particularly like, Ooh, that could be neat. Cause I kind of know what that's about. Uh, this, Again, I was just expecting it to be darker. It's I, I had a similar uh, expectation, and I hadn't read anything, mm. but I was excited that I didn't know anything because I love, I love mythology. I love kind of anything kind of involving King Arthur and that kind of stuff is really interesting to me. Yeah. And so kind of knowing that it was coming from that world was really exciting, and I just love fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I love most fantasy, and this seems like – Right up my alley, like a little bit Guillermo del Toro, a little bit Pan's Labyrinth. Definitely del Toro. It felt like I wanted it to be more Pan's Labyrinth, of course, but it still had those similar kind of vibes. Yeah, it it felt like um, a lot of sh- okay. All right, we're, let's just see it. Go see it. Yes. Go to a theater and see it. Support this movie. It deserves it. It's really cool. You're not going to see much like it outside of theater right now or even in theaters like it's very unique unique. uh it's uh, for an adaptation it's it's adapting something really fucking cool Mm -hmm. uh and and worthy of adapting so go check it out really cool imagery as well like good theater experience i'm giving i'm to get the scores out of the way because i want to go into much more specifics here Uh, i'm giving it a four out of five is where i'm at with it but that kind of has an asterisk next to it because it's a complicated four yeah, because I kind of want to go a little lower. Yeah, no, I get, I get it. I'm, I'm also gonna give it a four, but it's for me, it's a more solid four. But I get it where I'm you're, teetering on. I a get three where and a half. your yeah. uh, hesitation comes from because, because it, it, it could have been more. It could have been way better in in our minds. I feel and we'll like we'll get into that in a, in a little bit, but yeah, it, yeah, you're right. It, I think it. Just wasn't exactly what we wanted, but it still is a it's really cool, and great good, movie. and really well done. And the acting is phenomenal. Dev Patel fucking killed it. Like, okay, let's get into it. Okay, where this is going to yeah. be spoiler territory. You've heard our our pitch. Go see it in theaters. Uh, from now on, it's on you. So, where I stand on it, where I'm where I'm complicated with it, is because not only do I feel like what we saw was a little too long. I also feel like there's no part of it that could have or should have been cut. And I feel like it could have been longer. The the pacing was uh deliberate also. Yes. Like it it, it's it slow. Takes y'all. its time. There is moments of of action throughout, but uh, there's a not lot, a of, lot. Th- yeah, there's not a lot of action and there's a lot of uh long shots, which actually is very similar to a to a ghost story. Mm. Um, in the way that very the that revenant very yeah. terrence malick uh and, also, and the cinematography is great it's beautiful like it yeah. looks super cool the the kind of tricks that they pull uh are really really awesome looking but it does take its time yeah. getting to places it's a 
two hour and ten minute long movie that feels like two and a half. Yeah, it definitely felt longer. It felt I was surprised longer. when I looked at the clock afterwards and it was what time it was. Uh, yeah, you're like, oh, I thought it was like five. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I, I feel like there's some stuff, uh, maybe some darker stuff, maybe some wilder stuff. I was expecting it to be headier, trippier, um, more, stranger, more horror-y, horror-y well. a little bit. Cause it was being touted horror-y. Yeah. And it's not like it's just not. It's, it's just a fantasy. It's it's high fantasy, it's high fa- like, which with, is cool with some adventure in it. Yeah, but it's which like, is cool. There is not really any horror to it. Which is, again, fine. W- even though this is mostly a horror podcast, we are okay with. Yeah, that. we're totally cool. We with... were still so excited to see yeah. this movie. It's 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 tough because I don't have like any real gripes, other than like it feels a little long, for sure, and a little slow. A little slow. It feels long. It feels slow. Uh, there's no dick. Uh, there is no dick. Again, there is, we can't stress that enough. There is a big old glob of cum, though. <laughs> that is true. There's a big old glob we, of cum. Okay. Yes. When Alicia Vikander drops the Irish accent and becomes another lady. She plays two characters. <laughs> Alicia Vikander. I, d- I don't understand why. It's never explained. It I feel like it feels like we were supposed to be in on something, maybe in the legend or something. But I feel like it was part of like his hero's journey of like being delusional a little bit, maybe. But at the same time, I don't. It, a blessing and a curse of this movie is it doesn't hold your hand. So True. when like things like that pop up, you're like, okay, is this just an artistic choice, or is this supposed to be something specific? There's a uh, lot that goes un- unexplained. Yeah, which is fine yeah. in a lot of ways, but in other respects, I'm like, okay, well, I'm genuinely adrift. I don't, yes. I don't know. Like for example, when we mentioned the giants earlier, yeah, they just—they're just there. They it essentially is exactly what we see in the trailer, which is a bummer. Yeah, I definitely wanted at least a little bit of something that you know we hadn't already seen yeah. because those because that imagery is so cool. I remember the first time I saw that trailer and they show those things. I was like, holy shit! Oh, I can't wait to see those That's in the movie. So cool. And then oh, it's exactly what we see. And there's they yeah. they have no bearing on the story. It's a two minute scene. No giant swinging ding dongs. They look Nothing. Cool. cool imagery again. Yeah, they but, look cool. And that's kind of they howl. That's kind of what this movie is a lot, where it's like looks amazing, sounds amazing. Dev Patel is cool, but it's just not as kind of exciting in each moment because it's it's just him doing side quests yeah. kind of until he gets to the end. It's very D and D almost. I mean, it's, I think they made a D and D game for it that you can buy on the A twenty four website. I'm I think I would joking. rather play it. Probably, I would watch this again though. I would watch this again, but this. It, uh, it's just not exciting. Like, it's just not an exciting movie. And I was expecting kind of an exciting movie. I wanted, I think like, a really high... Not, not even, like, a high energy, but, like, high adventure. Adventure. Fantasy. Adventure. Yes. And I didn't feel any sense of adventure in this. I felt like... But, okay. It's like a fable. I'm That's trying, how it's told. I'm also trying to get the point. Yes. Because uh, our our man, our, our, our boy Gowan, Dev Patel... Dev Patel's so good. He is great, but as a character, he's a dickhead. Oh, his character is horrible. From Gawain. from he he makes every wrong choice at every chance he gets and learns nothing. And the whole time you're like, okay, he's gonna have the hero's journey. Nothing. And you're thinking that he will, and he continues to make the worst choice. The wrong choice every single time. He learns absolutely nothing. Technically until the very end. The very end, yeah. Which 
I guess that is the point. But it does take a long time to get there. Wait, how did it end? So he sees the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. And then it cuts back to him. In the night. At the chapel. Yeah. And then it cuts away. Then it's... Uh, when the night sits down with him, right? Because he flashes back and he and he takes the thing off. And he said, and the night, and the said, night like you passed or something. It's like, yeah, you did a like well done. And then it goes to credits, I think. I think so. Yeah. I don't see. I don't. Find That's it. how it ends. It just goes to the green knight. That's when the title sequence hits. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, because so, it's saying Sir Gowan and throughout the whole thing and giving title cards yes. for different segments. And so that yeah. that there is a lesson in the end, but but what to get rid of your cum rag? Well, you have to explain. get rid of your sparkly cum rag. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. That's the lesson. You're not wrong, and I hate that you are completely right. You have to explain. So many episodes have had come come up. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were trying to come up with a number before we started recording, and honestly, it's too many. Too many. That's what you get when you listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> you get come. Hey, this has that cool content warning at the beginning now. It does. I, it I does. Did, so. We've earned it. So. We've earned it. Well, this movie earned it because there's actual come in this. That's true. This so, is typical A24, though. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I feel yeah, yeah. like it's, I'm down to see some come in a movie like this. <laughs> Sir, Sir Gowan, um, the, whole, the whole crux of the plot is... Yeah, give, the, give the skeleton of the story real quick. Sir Gowan is... Well, I think his name is just Gowan at this yeah. point. Uh, he uh, is a drunk uh, who sleeps with prostitutes uh, and one that he fancies particularly. That's Alicia Vikander's weird irish accent with a cool boy haircut with a cool boy haircut uh and she well not she he uh is also related to the king of this land because of his blood his the king's sister is his mom so the king is his uncle 100 percent. that's what i was trying to say <laughs> that is a roundabout way of getting there is it are we to assume that the king is king arthur that's what i was wondering uh from what I quickly read, didn't it say fucking Joel Edgerton was King Arthur? No, it said he played King Arthur in the 2004 King Arthur movie. <laughs> oh, that's what With it Keira said. With Keira Knightley. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, That really then. good one. <laughs> I never saw that I one. saw it in theaters and I liked it. I know a I lot of people that since. saw it. I, I know a lot of... That, I mean, we just went... That was the time where you just went to movies. Yes. And you loved everything because you were 13. And Keira Knightley was hot. Yes. She was... Yeah, she was a babe. She was a dreamboat. Um, uh, but no, Joel Edgerton does not play... Uh, no, so his character is just called the Lord, but, but, but probably yeah, yeah, because yeah. so this Arthurian would be told. Legend. Yeah, this would be told around King Arthur's court. So, so. Sean Harris, the guy you probably recognize him from uh, Prometheus, uh, some other things. He has a weird high British voice. Yeah, he plays, but he, but he has a weird accent. He in plays this, all the, the women in Prometheus. What he does? <laughs> Look it up. I think you're making that up. No, he plays every woman in Prometheus. Huh. Yep. Sean Harris, very versatile actor. That's that's range right there. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so he's the king, and he, his sister is like kind of a witchcrafty lady. They straight up call her a witch. Yeah, she summons the Who Green is Knight. Dev Patel's mom. Yeah, she summons the Green Knight on Christmas Day, and the Green Knight's challenge is you. The Green Knight is like the his look is very cool. He looks very yeah. Uh, uh, Pants Labyrinth. Yeah, he looks like the uh, woods. But yeah, his, woodman. his challenge to the court, to King Arthur's court, is uh, if any of your knights can land a blow on me, yeah. um, 
I will give them my really cool looking axe. That axe is, is awesome. That looks. I wish it was used more, but like it should be heavier than people treat it. True, that yeah. is true. It is technically a prop, but yeah. whatever. But um, and so that person who lands a, a blow on the Green Knight will have that axe, and then a year later, they must venture to the Green Knight, who is going to be in this place called the Green Chapel, and he will return the blow. Yes, and so it is a weird kind of like morality tale. In this instance, all you have to fucking do is either not hit the dude or just like give him a high five or like a pat on the back. Yeah. But what is what does Sir Gowan do to be like a cool knight because he's never done a goddamn thing with his life and he's just a dumb drunk who wants to look cool? He wants he, to be a knight. He decapitates the dude. Like an idiot. <laughs> One year hence. Very cool. We should say the Green Knight is played by Ralph Innocent, who uh, yeah. plays the dad in The Witch, who has a, a really distinct low voice. His voice is incredible. Yeah, he does. And obviously, he can't. He's wearing a ton of prosthetics in this, but very, very cool character. I wish, I wish there was more of him. Yeah, I wish there was a lot of things. And so, to continue, that is kind of the prologue of this. And what's what is cool about this movie is the way. It's told in chapters, mm-hmm. and each chapter title looks incredible. Yeah, it's just like a really cool, like hand done, hand painted font of some sort. Like it's like from the Renaissance, almost. Yeah, and it's like bouncing between. It keeps like setting up. Like one will start like it was Sir Gowan and or something and, and then it will jump with these chapters finishing that statement. And it, it's cool how it flows. Eventually, you just see that he's just drinking and fucking for a year, and then... It uh, says one quick year. But it's one not... Two quick year. It's not as sexy as everyone was hoping. Not that I need the movie to be sexy, but, like, there just wasn't... Why is this rated R? Yeah, I mean, it... Because it, of the cum. Because of the, <laughs> I think of the cum? it has to be. And you see kind of a boob at some point. Because of the cum? So, okay, so basically... What we get from here is his journey. We we what we hoped for a really exciting adventure of his journey to the Green Knight to the Green Chapel, uh, where he would face off in a duel or something. What's that little rat boy's name? Uh, the little thief kid, Barry Kogan. Barry Keogan. Keogan. I don't really know how to say his last name, but he is one of my absolute favorite. The little rat boy. Yeah, one of my absolute favorite actors, and so I was super excited. To He's see a him. freak. He's cool. He's he's the main kid from Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah, he's really a freak. great actor. Um, so okay, so he begins his journey. He is blessed by the church, blessed by everybody. It's gonna be this really uh, epic, you know, adventure. And he immediately gets robbed by these three orphan kids. One of which is he's, Barry he Keoghan. Sucks. <laughs> he's just a terrible knight. Sucks yeah. at everything. He's terrible. He doesn't. Oh my god. But yeah, he gets beat up by by the killing of the sacred deer kid and uh, two other little orphan kids. Two other little orphan kids and they mug him. Oh my god, they mug him. They steal everything. They tie him up. They break his shield. Steal his sword. Steal his horse. Steal his axe. No, they they leave his sword. But yeah, they, but then he leaves his sword too, and he runs away. Yeah, he took true. his coat, but not his. sword. Okay. Yes, he is okay. From the get-go, we see that he is just a shitty knight. Yeah. And this at this point, I was kind of still pretty excited because I was like, oh, that's a cool perspective. I just assumed yeah. it was going to be more like a heroic type thing. But uh, but no, he continues to be a shitty knight and throughout his entire quest. He's only only one part of the quest is he like a pretty like semi-decent dude. Yeah. And that's when he gets that dead chick's head. 
But then she brings into question, like, you did you do this to me? And he's like, no. And then it's like, wait, did he? <laughs> That's Yeah, it's definitely like one, a side quest of yeah. this. And uh, it, this made me think of like a D&D quest. Yeah. Um, because after he gets mugged and gets his horse and his axe stolen from him by, those, by these children, he uh, finds this house in a swamp, basically, and he's walking around and it sleeps in the bed there and is greeted by a ghost. The ghost says... Hey, I need you to do something for me. Can you get my head out of the lake, basically, next to this house? Yeah. He says, okay, sure. So he jumps in. Really cool scene. Yeah, of, it's of cool. Lighting, lighting and yeah. bright red. Sus- it's, like, just suspended in open water. This was kind of the thing. trippiness that we wanted, I think, throughout. I yeah. Yeah, but more. this was a good scene of it. Yeah. Uh, I expected it to be, like, a little bit scarier. But he grabs a skull from the I bottom. I expected some freaky shit. He grabs a skull from the bottom and reattaches it to this to this body, and then it, the darkness turns to light, literally in the movie, and uh, his axe appears. Which I so I was excited that there would be some sort of magic in this movie because I love magic uh, and in fantasy and that and stuff. And so it kind of sucks that every bit of magic that we see just is has no basis or reason or logic to it like no real bearing like why, on anything how does this axe that was straight up stolen from him appear yeah his, his uh, horse shows back up like the sash that yeah. his mom made for him his witch mom <laughs> made him his a sash mom, that said, but then it became is, his cum rag yeah okay okay so talk about that because you mentioned it a couple times now <laughs> and now we're so, at a point where we can actually <laughs> talk about it <laughs> his witch mama made him this little like protective sash thing and then that gets taken from him or whatever uh, he has a little bell from his from his Alicia Vikander, <laughs> and uh, he's got all these little trinkets, and they just keep showing back up. But this cum rag, this little spell from Mama rag, uh, it's not a cum rag yet. I he, hate how many times we've had to he say he loses it. He loses it somehow, and then uh, when he's back at the castle. Okay, so we're going all over the place. <laughs> Nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking no, about right now. A... <laughs> so one, <laughs> what a wild adventure! So on one of his quests, yes, that's a good he stumbles it. across a castle, and in that castle lives Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton appears to be a king or a lord, probably of some sort of this castle. His wife—that's the extent of what we know about him. That's, yeah, it doesn't really go, it. and yeah. he and he's good at hunting. Uh, his wife is Alicia Vikander, not the same woman. Again, not explained. <laughs> not explained, just the same actress, different character, different accents, all of that. She very blatantly has the hots for Gowan and starts flirting the whole time. This crescendos into her, quote-unquote, making him something, which is that thing that his mom made him. It's like the exact same thing. But while she's giving it to him, she's jerking him <laughs> off. And he uh, he comes and you see it and you don't see him looks, ejaculate. Yeah, thank God. But you 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 see his hand covered in cum also on that rag, and then he ties it around his waist as a good luck charm. Yeah, and from then from that point on, it is a, it's the cum rag yes, exactly. And so it is that there's the roundabout way of uh, how this movie got its R rating. It, truly like that's kind of it because the beheading the beheading of the green knight is i mean it's a beheading it's but, not graphic yeah but it's i wouldn't say it was graphic it's, violence. it's a fantasy yeah for sure but like pan's labyrinth got the r because he beats a dude in the face with a fucking pistol handle or a bottle or whatever true true that one had more still more fantasy elements though 
than I prefer than this. Labyrinth. Oh, that. for sure. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- this is what we I think in our minds we wanted uh, the Green Knight to be like a spiritual successor in a way to Pan's Kinda, Labyrinth. Kinda, probably because the trailers kind of look alike. Yeah, um, just kind of the more high adventure version. But but yeah, we just get a, a slower paced, more meditative. Uh, it's still a fantasy for sure. It's it's one that I want to watch again, so I can know what I was. What I'm like. Okay, now I don't have my. You don't have your high expectations. expectations. Yeah. Now I just know what to expect, and I can appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Because when I walked, when it ended, I was like, Ah, shit! I don't know if I liked that very much. And then the more I sit with it, I'm like, no, it was beautiful. Like, a lot of it looked great. The acting was phenomenal. Like, the patience that it took to make it. But at the same time, was it entertaining? Not really. Yeah. God, it's just not. For for something that had such an incredible trailer, it we really kind of showed us everything that we wanted to see anyway. Yeah. There's a talking, talking fox, which... Normally is really cool, but it pretty much says the same lines. I have a fox tattooed on my arm because I fucking love foxes so much. And this thing, like, the fox from Antichrist is cooler. Oh, if this fox had said... Uh, Chaos Reigns. Chaos Reigns. You Chaos Reigns. Oh, you would have creamed your shorts. I would have had a cum rag. Yeah. You would have lost your mind. Yeah. I, I absolutely would have. But no, it's it, the voice that the fox does have is pretty cool. Yeah, the, 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 vo- the fox's voice is fine, but he only uses it once yeah. in one scene, and then it's done. Speaking of foxes, uh, still playing Ghost of Tsushima right now. Oh, beautiful. A lot of cool foxes in that. It's fantastic. There's a lot of foxes in that. Yeah, very cool. And we ain't talking about the sexy ladies. We're talking about the actual foxes. True, like the Inari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. It's good. It Check is, it out. It is a cool It is. Movie. Like, it's, it's yeah. hard. I, I said to you when we left, I'm like, it's going to be hard to talk yeah. about. And we, we knew this is going to be a shorter episode, and that's okay yeah. because they're, this is still an experience for people to enjoy in theaters. Yeah. We just had a little bit different expectations, and it kind of affected it. It absolutely did. Um, but I don't want that to damper anybody who was interested. Go no, see it. You may yeah. like it significantly more. Some people are absolutely loving it, though I am going to throw my my big boy opinion out there <laughs> and oh, say no. and fucking say I think some people are jumping on a bandwagon and saying that this movie's incredible when they thought it was boring. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not incredible. It's not incredible. This is not a masterpiece no. in my opinion by any means. No. It's just a good fantasy. It's movie. a good fantasy. Uh it was cool. Uh I'm glad I saw it. I'm yeah. glad I saw it in theaters. You mentioned uh what was you mentioned Robert Ebert Robert Roger Ebert gave it a f- the their score. site gave it a perfect score. Yeah, man. Uh Read read a little bit from from the review because br- but you got to take this dude with a fucking grain of salt. Like I check Roger Ebert's site. Oh, do you not like this guy? All Are you the time? beefing with him? Are this, we beefing with the site? No, I'm just saying you gotta. I'm double checking what like you gotta look at the reviewer and like see what else they've reviewed to see if you like kind of generally agree. Sure. And this, I'm double checking who did this one. And yeah, this is Brian Tel uh, Tel I don't know how to fucking. You've pronounce been called it. out, Brian. You've been called out, Brian. Uh, no, and looking at his stuff, no, I gen I generally agree with him. So I I'm sure reading through his review, it's it's pretty it's. He's probably going to make some pretty solid points. Yeah, I mean, he just like he, he gave, just came in with different expectations. Exactly. Like he he's he gave. I still wouldn't give it a four a perfect score though by any means. No, 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 I would not at all. He gave some stuff like higher than I would give, but he also gave this movie anything for Jackson that I really liked, like a solid three out of four. And I I think him giving that recognition on Roger Ebert is just 
wonderful because cool. that movie was awesome. Um, but he said uh, to give a quick blurb of his opening because I disagree with it is uh, light snow, misty fog, and falling ash blend in the opening scenes of David Lowry's magnificent The Green Knight, setting a surreal tone for what's to come. You can feel the chill and smell the air. Immediately, you feel outside yourself, far from daily concerns, set for an experience that's unlike anything else in nearby theaters. That feeling won't subside for over two hours. I disagree. I had to pee. That's a little dramatic. And kind of played hooky during work to come see this and i was thinking Dude, about don't tell. i was thinking about work the whole like a lot that does suck i'm sorry that's yeah. not a fun way to experience a movie in theaters. i had 94 emails when i got home Jesus. like three were for me so that's nice there we go yeah still stressful though totally I fucking hate email uh yeah so like people are loving it people mm-hmm. are maybe seeing something that we weren't seeing or were going in even more of a blank slate or maybe yeah. they were expecting Maybe they read the trailer differently. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if we hadn't seen a trailer, what our thoughts would be. I didn't watch the latest. Like, I only saw, like, the very first teaser and then nothing else. Oh, okay. Because I purposely didn't want it to be spoiled, and stuff was still spoiled. Well, let's talk about that. Because you, yeah, you mentioned that it would be spoilers before the movie, and then the entire time. What? Listen up, Twitter idiots. What the fuck is up with this image of Dev Patel walking around in his goddamn costume holding a huge heart? Do you have the picture pulled up? I'm trying to find it. I want to see it now. Giant heart. See? I saw that going around the internet for a full fucking week being like, oh, I can't wait to see the Green Knight and see why he's holding this giant heart. That sucks. I'm glad that I didn't see that because I didn't have that expectation. Does not happen. There's no giant heart. No. At all. Again, the giants do nothing. The, the, the caption on this photo says they cut out the scene of Dev and the giant heart from the Green Knight. Like the beast in the background of that photo is there, but no giant heart. Oh, yeah, that beast is in there. It's during the hunting scene. Oh, so, so maybe it's maybe, a deleted scene from that. Maybe Joel Edgerton gave him a heart that he like hunted or something. Interesting. I, I do love Joel Edgerton as an actor as well. It's always nice to see him in a movie. He's you should great. Wa- you should watch Capone. Is he in Capone? I don't think so, but it's you should watch Capone. That's like the tenth time you've mentioned Capone on this podcast. I've been wanting to rewatch it lately. Would, would we do it for the podcast? Is it is it crazy? He shits the bed. It's gross. Yeah, we've watched a lot of movies with shit. That's true. That's not unique. And milk. Ugh. Any any final thoughts on the Green Knight? This was this was a this was a fun movie still, but not nearly as fun as it as it could have been. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like we're gonna be in the minority on this. I uh, think so too. Even you know, though we're giving it four stars. Yeah, we're giving I'm I think personally I'm giving it a three and a half, but as a podcast, we're giving it a four. Yeah. Um, cause personally I'm st- a little too conflicted on it. Uh, I, it just wasn't what I wanted it to be, which is not, uh, it's not the film's problem. That's a me problem, but I'm also the one giving it a rating. Yeah. So. We, we've, we've got our own issues <laughs> and this is proving that. Yeah, we do. Uh, honestly, my rating has nothing to do with the lack of dick. It genuinely has to do with, uh, like it was fine. Yeah. It was good. It was good. It was worth a watch. I want to watch it again. In all honesty, I felt 
this exact same way the first time I saw The Witch. I walked out of The Witch being like, I don't get why everybody lost their shit over this movie. Oh, I liked The Witch from the get-go. And then I rewatched it about two years later and was like, Oh, this is a good movie. You got it. This is a good movie. Yeah, this will. That's true. Maybe this will yeah. be a good a good rewatch to kind of uh, have fresh eyes on it. Yeah, because I, I went into the witch super hyped, yeah. being like, "This is going to be the scariest shit ever," and it just wasn't. And then when I rewatched it, not thinking it was going to be scary, I could get into the atmosphere of it and really enjoy it. I just had. I was. I didn't know what to expect with the Green Knight, but I didn't expect what I got like at all. No, it had good atmosphere. It did. It absolutely did, no. and it. It just wasn't very exciting. Yeah, that's so. that's unfortunate. But what is very exciting is what we have coming up next. Which ooh, is, baby, we've been wanting to do this for a while. We've been we've been kind of workshopping this idea for a little bit, trying to figure out how exactly we wanted to do it. Oh yeah. And we uh, are doing our first uh, long form series. Yeah, series. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to try to focus on. Uh, specific filmmakers, maybe people from certain regions or films from certain regions. Uh, and we landed on a director that we have not v- uh, visited yet so far for the podcast. On purpose. But somebody who we both love. And, love, love, love. Uh, Except one movie. Oh, true. That yeah, neither there of us is are crazy one, about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, one that uh, a lot of people know as well. And, and this isn't necessarily like extreme, but uh, David Cronenberg. To a sense extreme, though, True, for yes. Sure. The, the body horror legend. And we'll see, because we, yeah, David Cronenberg, we are huge fucking fans. Uh, I haven't seen everything he's done, but I've seen a lot of what he's There's done. There's a decent amount that he's done that I have not seen, yeah. and I'm excited because some of the movies that we're watching, I have not seen. Yeah, we won't lay out the entire schedule uh, for you. We'll let that be a little bit of a surprise, but we are going to hit uh, each decade of his career. So that is going to start in the 70s, then we're going to jump to the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and then 2010s. So we're going to hit five Cronenberg movies. The way that we're going to organize this is uh, our next film that we cover will start this series. Then the next episode after that will be something different. Then after that, we'll follow up with Cronenberg and so on and so forth. So every other episode will be our Cronenberg exactly. series, and we'll break it up with with more random episodes, yep. uh, things that maybe we were seeing in theaters, maybe we just wanted to watch. Have a guest on, something along yeah, those we, lines. we definitely have some more guest uh, stuff coming up. Yeah, we got uh, guest ideas for the Cronenberg series itself, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to kick it off with his film, The Brood. Which, give like a one-sentence uh, summary about it, because I've never seen this one, but I feel like I've, I've heard good things about it. Uh, man scared of being a dad uh, takes out fears on mom. Blames mom. Sounds dark. Yeah. It's body horror yeah. It's very 70s. I think it was like 79. Mm. Uh, but it, it's very much... Have you seen... Uh, De Palm, Brian De Palma's sisters. No, I haven't. I'd recommend it. It feels like that. That's. I mean, it's. It just feels like early seventies horror. Sure. It's. It's good. It's awesome. Uh, you own it. I own it. It's on Criterion. Uh, but it's also challenging. A lot of it. There's some really valid arguments to be made that it's a pretty misogynistic movie. Uh. The the women are in a the pretty bad light. Uh, we, we will, yeah. I will there's some, discuss there's, that. There's some sure. film critics. Uh, I can't remember their names. I'll research it prior. But they 
uh, they pretty much detest this movie. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Which makes Cronenberg gets that a lot, though. Yeah, I've, I feel like that's not the first time I've heard Cronenberg and misogyny kind of in the no, same. No, one of the movies that we're covering was banned and still has an NC-17 rating. So. Yeah, which, you know, that's kind of part of the movies that we watch. They yep. are the more uh, more banned variety most of the time. Yeah, they're the more risque. They're the more controversial. And, they're the meaner ones. Yeah, even a director that is as well-known as David Cronenberg mm-hmm. has films He's like Oscar-nominated. Exactly, yeah. Viggo Mortensen, I believe, won for Eastern Promises, didn't he? Or did he lose? Was that Heath Ledger's year? He was at least nominated. I, I know he was nominated, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're really looking forward to that. We, got, um, we know every movie that we're going to cover we got all of that uh lined up we're so planned out we're so planned we got a plan this feels so good yeah we got a lot in the works it feels really nice we're gonna try to keep up uh going to see movies as long as we can Mm -hmm. uh we're staying safe we're both vaccinated y'all should get vaccinated vaccinated too so we can keep going to movies yeah so i can keep playing music and going to shows let's do it people let's get this shit under control you heard it. He's about to blow up on you guys. That was my if Alex If you don't Jones. get vaccinated, he's yeah. going to turn into Alex Jones. If you don't get... Yo, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, hey, that's that's our warning. That's where we're at. It's going to happen. You're making the, you're making us do this. Do you have a palate cleanser, Colby? Uh, yeah, actually. I've been uh, I've been reading uh, Stephen King's The Stand, mm, which uh, right. I am a big, big uh, King fan and uh, have been wanting to read The Stand for a long time. Uh, but have kind of been putting it off for as long as possible and started reading it with some friends, which is always a helpful way to to read a very, very long book like that. Yeah. Um, about uh, about 150 pages in, and it's great so far. Oh, yeah. He's a nice. great writer. Beautiful. And that's a, a, a book that uh, has been on my list for a long time. It feels good to kind of jump into. Nice. What about you? Uh, bringing Hannah through the Sopranos. Oh, we're like four or five episodes into season one now. We started it like two days ago. Uh, it's nice rewatch for me. First time watch for Hannah. Uh, I told her though because we tried to start it before, and she watched one episode and was like, "I don't want to watch another one. I'm good." And then we never returned to it. So it's like you have to commit to watching at least three in a row so you can get a little like invested. Sure. And want to keep watching. And she finally committed, and now she's invested and wants to keep watching. Me and Brittany watched uh, the first season towards the beginning of quarantine. Um, and really, I enjoyed it, but it was also like right deep in quarantine. Yeah. And we couldn't really enjoy anything at that point. So, That's totally fair. Uh, it's, it's a show that I really enjoyed, but would have to come back to. And it's, I mean, it's We're watching lofty. Breaking Bad now still, so yeah. we'll have to finish this big show before yeah, we yeah, jump yeah. back into something else. Yeah, I mean, Breaking Bad's five seasons, that's six seasons. Like, and they're all hour-long episodes. That's yeah. a lot of shit. It's a, so. it's a big commitment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the next time's The Brood, man. I think it's oh, going to be good. I can't wait to jump into our Cronenberg stuff. Me too. Because we'll, we'll be able to actually analyze a filmmaker throughout literally five decades exactly. of his career. See how he's grown, see how he hasn't. Yeah, which it'll be a really fun conversation for us, and we'll, we'll try to throw some, throw some research in there as well. We're going to pick some ones you know, some of the weirder ones as well. Yeah. We're only doing five, though. Yes. We're doing five, so maybe guess. Send us your guesses. True. We're doing The Brood. What do you think's coming next? What are we picking from the 80s? Is it going to be the one that you think it's going to be, or are we going to surprise you? Find it's going to be It's going to be that one. The one with Hoobastank. Oh, the Hoobastank The Hoobastank That's right. Ooh, that's the reason. That's the curveball. Yeah, that's the reason. Later, y'all. Wait, go out singing a little, go out <coughs> singing a little uh, hooga. 
I almost started singing bring James stank, Blunt dude. on accident. How dare instead. you? No, bring the stank. Uh, uh, I'm not a perfect person. What was their other song? I've been crawling in the dark, looking for the answer. Is there something more than what I've been handed? I've been crawling in the dark, looking for the answer. It's a good one. Thanks for listening, guys. Later. What up, you freaks? It's Christian, better known as C-Man. If you like what you hear and want to dig deeper, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dwellers Podcast, Instagram at Cellar Dwellers Podcast, Letterboxd at Cellar Dwellers, and of course, our email, CellarDwellersPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you freaks want to hear more of. The goo, the gore, the milk? Let us know. Come dwell, there's plenty of room in the cellar.